Is it time to make our big boop? Our big boop? Our surprise boop? boop? Our big surprise boop? Let's tell them. Tell everybody our big boop. (laughs) Tell them, Barrow. Tell them. Let's boop snoots is going to be at the Ottawa Pet Expo. Whoop, Yay! Whoop. <laughs> Look, I can hear Ralph barking <laughs> in the background whoop. too. He's super excited. Whoop, He's whoop. super excited. Doom, doo doom, 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 doo doom, doom, boom. Let's snoot, snoot, boop. Let's snoot. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Boop Snoots. I'm Heidi. And I'm Vero. And we're going to boop the snoots. We're going to boop the snoots. Boop, boop. We're going to boop the snoots. We're going to boop the snoots. We're going to so, boop the snoots so bad today. <laughs> we, yeah. Such a boop. Such a boop. You'll never forget it. Such a it. big boop. Well, we yes. do have a, we have a pretty big boop today. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. A surprise boop. A surprise boop. And uh, But first, a couple of stories, as we usually do. Um, but Heidi... Oh, yes. Before we get into our stories, yes, we would like to thank our sponsors. So, we'd like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Holy Raw is a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come into one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey and many more holy raw also provides dehydrated treats and all natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being you can find them on their website at holyrawnutrition.com holy raw as in h-o-l-i-r-a-w nutrition.com thank you holy raw i also want to add in there that i got some treats from holy raw just this past Mm. weekend some some dehydrated rabbit ears and um i have to say gibbon and lou were like nom, 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 and they were gone <laughs> in 2.5 seconds so mm, thank you holy raw a success we also want to thank stray dog brewing company for supporting let's boop snoots they are located at 501 la Colway, unit 4 in orleans ontario Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are pet-friendly breweries, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wander, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company, for supporting Elizabeth Snoots. And you can find our sponsor's details in this episode's description. And to add to that, we went to Stray Dogs this weekend. Yes, we did. And we had a mini brewski. A mini brewski. I had this one. I had this one. I can't remember the name of mine. It's um, Stradler, Raggler, something. It's the pineapple one. Totally Radler. Yes. Totally Radler. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Yeah. Mm. And they had a a brewery tour. They did have a brewery tour. A brewery (laughs) tour. Brewery tour. We totally got to take the brewery tour next time. Mm -hmm. Brewery tours. And then also take our snoots. 
yes, snoots and tours (laughs) (laughs) are in our future. Yes. All right. So here I was just trying to hop right to a story. Rude me without thanking our sponsors first. In a one-hop wonder type (laughs) fashion. (laughs) In a one-hop wonder. But, um... So the story I wanted to share this week was about a dog sitting experience that I had. So Mm. I wanted to tell the story and also just have it be a reminder if you ever choose to be the greatest friend in the world and dog sit for your friends. (laughs) (laughs) Write that down, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Tips for being the best friend slash dog sitter in the world. So I was uh, agreed to dog sit for um, an ex-colleague of mine who had a great Pyrenees dogo, who was like around one, I believe. Anyways, his name is Yeti. He's an absolute adorbs beast. He's a big beast, as the great Pyrenees are Mm -hmm. usually are. And I know that they have a reputation for being super stubborn. And so I wanted to try and do a little bit of work with him. But I think because he was a pandemic dog, he wasn't um, as socialized and it took him like a while to warm up to our house. So um, like he was very nervous, very like on edge with all the people in the house. Everybody was calm around him, but they are like a working dog. So he like he's a guard dog. So there was a lot of borking which Mm -hmm. is understandable, especially in an environment that he's like not super comfortable with. Um, He did not eat for the first night and I didn't think that he would. I could tell right out the get-go. And um, he was a little bit pining for his owners the first night as they usually do. But it turns Mm -hmm. out, I think he just wanted to lay by the front door. I have photos of him like laying on the cool tiles and his owners told me that that, that's where he sleeps at home. So when I showed people like the photos of him at the front door, they're like, Oh my God, the poor baby, like missing his parents. (laughs) I thought he was like pining by the door, but it wasn't. It's it's because he's like a big, like hairy dog. (laughs) So I think he likes the coolness of the tiles. And they were saying that like, that's where he sleeps every night at home. And what happened on the first night is my husband tried to bring him up into our room with us because that's normally what we do with dog sitting dogos. But uh, he did not want, he did not want a nice carpet. He did not want to sleep in bed. He wanted to sleep on the nice cool tile floor. So he settled after that. <laughs> Can you imagine dog sitting Ralph and bringing him in your room at night? Oh my God. <laughs> he would total snoogledy bop with me. He would. <laughs> he would. In the morning though, I he'd be like, he'd hey. Be like a little crazy. <laughs> He'd be like, wakey, wakey, time to get up, time to get up, Hello. time to get up, hello, <laughs> time to get up. Nom, 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 nom time. <laughs> so yeah, Yeti did like pretty, pretty good. Um, it's funny because the their description of him was not at all what was our experience. But again, that's because he was like, where am I? Who are these people? Who are these other dogs? And we didn't meet beforehand. We made sure to bring him over and um, meet with Gibbs and Lou, my dogs, so that we knew that there weren't going to be any major issues. Again, make sure to take all the toys away just in case. You don't want any resource guarding or fighting of any kind. And there wasn't. We literally did not have one single altercation or anything for the whole weekend. They just acknowledged each other's existence. There was some butt sniffing. (laughs) here and there yes (laughs) and that was about it but um so um I think it was a good experience he warmed up today of all days so well like on on the last day that we had him um 
so very nervous, like I said, very shy, like skittish. He seemed to take to my husband like the most. <laughs> I think it's because he's the biggest beast in our pack. <laughs> they always go for the big <laughs> ones. I need to make friends with the big one. And um, so th- they got along really well. And he listened to my husband very well. And maybe because he, again, he is a bigger dude, deeper voice. Who knows? Yeah. I, I tried to put on my deep voice talking to Yeti. Yeti, come here. Yeti. <laughs> Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> but um anyway so the the things that i just wanted to point out if your dog's sitting for a friend is um number one ask like w- what their habits are what are like the do's and don'ts what do they typically do at home and stuff but know that you're going to get a completely different experience because they don't know you so unless they really do know you already from before which this dogo did not um ex- you can expect very like behaviors that are not typical of their usual selves so yeti was described to me as like a lap dog super cuddler yeah would bark at some (laughs) stuff would would counter surf might get into some stuff and um oh he got into some stuff oh he got into some stuff (laughs) He, he, he only got into two things one was a plate of eggs that was put down right at his level and left unattended so you know (laughs) don't blame you there yeti (laughs) i would eat a plate of eggs if it was put on front of me too um and then the other one which was so strange i've never seen a dog do this is like my husband had some like collector cards from like his youth like gaming cards and um he yeti went into our closet in our office into a bag and pulled out this deck of cards that had an elastic around it like removed the elastic like daintily like it was sitting perfectly on the floor and then like chewed up the cards (laughs) so (laughs) I found that very strange and um but you know who like who knew of all the things in her house he was gonna get into my -hmm. husband's like childhood toys like so weird (laughs) but anyways (laughs) but um yeah, definitely get a description, get a feel for what some of their behaviors might be. If you have dogs already in your house, um, definitely have them meet beforehand. And then when the dog comes to stay, make sure any of those things, like I mentioned, uh, toys, like dog treats, any of that are sort of put away or to the side because you don't want any fighting or resource guarding. And then the other thing that I would just like to say, and this happened even with um, a dogo that we used to uh, sit regularly, like very routinely for friends of ours. Um, Molly was a German short-haired pointer that spent many a a weekend or a week even at a time with our family. And um, the first night, Molly would always pine for her owners. We'd always get the... And um, Yeti was no different. So the first night there, he cried a little bit, for sure. But it turns out he wanted to go downstairs. And when I went down and slept on the couch, he seemed to be a little bit better. So try different things. Don't torture yourself trying to sleep through the night. I wonder what Ralph would do. Yeah, it's. I'm sure he would cry for you guys on the first night. They always do because it's like so? all fun and games until it's like time to go to bed. And then they're like, why am I here? How come I'm not at home? Where's my bed? Where's my bed? We've never cried, so I'm curious. Yeah. 
And if Ralph doesn't cry, then I would consider myself pretty good at the crate thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just being like, crate, no big deal. Walk away. Yeah. And, it, and that could be too, for the most part. But I would say like, plan for a little plan for the unexpected <laughs> or mm-hmm. the expected. Yes. <laughs> and if it's unexpected, then that's great. But um, for sure, like plan for it and um, make arrangements. Like if like you don't want to keep your whole family up, maybe like you can go sleep in a guest room with the dog if you were the one who agreed to the whole dog sitting deal. <laughs> 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 Take ownership of it. And um, yeah, just keep all those things in mind. You want to mm-hmm. watch them. You don't want to leave them alone and um, and that sort of thing. But anyways, overall. I, I met Yeti. Yes. And yes. he was very un- unsure, right? Yeah. He barked at me a couple of times with like the side look. And I wasn't yeah. sure what he was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would, he would bark and give off the language that would intimidate the body language that intimidated yes. people. Like yes. my ki- my kids who are reg- like have been dog owners their whole life and are quite familiar with dogs because their mom is like this super awesome dog podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> um, were intimidated by Yeti. They were like, and any time they came down the stairs, Yeti would bark, for sure. Because again, he's like guarding what he doesn't know. We don't know, <laughs> but he's doing a job. Damn it, and he's doing it well. <laughs> Anyways, but <laughs> he was my- doing it well. <laughs> But my kids were like very nervous to to like approach or pet or like come any closer because he does give off those vibes of like one step closer and you're getting a Yeti chomp. Ah! Yes. Mm-hmm. And he like, did. Um, you mentioned this, Heidi. He looks like he does have like a human inside of him. Like okay. his eyes. Yes. So <laughs> like there are animals that I've met where you're like, I, I don't know. Uh, it must be their eyes, like a certain type of eye that they have. Because I was saying to Vero that a friend of ours used to have this cat. <laughs> and from day <laughs> one, this thing like creeped me out. I was like, that's not a cat. There's like, that's like a human banish to a cat body. <laughs> <laughs> and Yeti's kind of the same. Like there's a person in there. It's not a dog. Yeah. <laughs> it is not. a. I repeat, not a dog. <laughs> I agree. I don't yeah. know. There's something with his eyes. Yeah, there's certain animals that are like that where I'm just like, no. There's a human soul in there. Yes, you're somebody. What did you do? (laughs) What did you do to get in trouble? (laughs) What did you do? Because, yeah, you're stuck in that dogo. You're stuck in that Mm -hmm. cat. (laughs) Well, I don't think Ralph has a human inside of him. No, I don't think so either. I don't think Gibbon and Lou do. Look. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. people are gonna listen to us and be like they're crazy if they <laughs> they, they might or they might like because other people have felt the same before like they're like yes but like the first time that ever happened to me was with our friend's cat like i went over to her house and i was like okay i'm sorry but your cat creeps me the hell out she was like why and i'm like because that's not a cat there's a person in there and she was like what and i'm like i swear to god look look at him <laughs> And she's like, well, no wonder he watches me change all the time and like (laughs) checks her out in the shower, speaking around the curtain. Hello. (laughs) Just a little kitty cat over here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He was one hundo P, like a human inside that cat for sure. And yes, Yeti (laughs) definitely got the 
the human soul vibes. <laughs> yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yes. So at my end, Ralph had the cone of shame the last few days. Why? Me, me, me. Because he has a bobo on his leg. Oh. And he keeps licking it. Is it open? No. Okay. No, now it's fine. It was like a little bit raw because he kept he keeps like licking it and like mm. biting it, like to scratch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was putting apple cider vinegar on it, and it was getting better. But then I guess I don't know if he got like he used to the taste and smell. He was just like, I'm gonna lick and scratch it anyways. <laughs> oh no! So now he's got the cone. And he looks so sad <laughs> with the cone on. And the cone is really the only answer to those problems. Because they will. They'll lick it until it's raw and make it, like, 20 times worse. Mm-hmm. Like, and there's no bandage apparatus or nothing that you can put on that dog that they're not going to no, tear No, I tried. I put a bandage on it. And then I gave him a Kong with peanut butter. And he kind of forgot that the bandage was there. Mm-hmm. So I put him in his crate overnight, and then I guess he discovered the bandage on his leg overnight. <laughs> so he had removed it. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, yeah, cone of shame. And the first time I put it on was pretty easy. But every time after that gets a little bit harder because he knows what's coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know how you're not supposed to put your dog um, with their collar in the crate? Because it's mm-hmm. like a choking hazard. Mm-hmm. So I have to put Ralph with his cone in his crate. So it like stresses me out. <laughs> so I keep checking on the camera to make sure he's okay. <laughs> but he looks so sad. Because <laughs> the cone is like floppy. So when he puts his head down, like when he's lying down and he puts his head down, it like covers his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and you can just see like the tip of his nose Aww. sticking out. <laughs> So me and my boyfriend were like, I'm the saddest dog on the block. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Ralph. Poor yeah, Ralph and he goes nuts. He goes nuts when we put it on. I think that's so like, funny. I want a video footage of you wrestling that onto your dog. <laughs> I wrestled Ralph this morning, putting it on. Yes. I want to see it. It's the funny. Are like not enough now. <laughs> We, we used to take, like, um, I don't know if you remember, it was, like, a, a short-lived trend on the internet called dog beards. So, it's, like, you angle oh, yeah. your, your dog's face so that they're looking up, but you're, like, sort of nose-to-nose with them. So that when you take a picture of you, like, head-on, it looks like the lower part of your face is, like, a dog's, a dog's face. And it was called, like, dog beards. <laughs> so, yeah. We used to have this um, young student that was living with us. And this one night with like our old dog, Becky, we were like, let's do it. Let's do the dog beard. And so it took the three of us to like <laughs> wrestle, like hold her, angle it and someone take the photo like in the place. So like I took a, f- a photo of like <laughs> like them and like one of my kids like wrestling the- into it. And I was just like, I was like what it takes to make a dog beard. <laughs> And then, like, the photo afterwards of, like, the dog beard. <laughs> oh, I have to do that with Ralph. Yes, we. you have to take a dog beard photo. Ralph does not sit still for a picture. He wants to grab the phone. Yeah. It's so hard taking a picture of him. Oh, yeah, we're going to need to. a selfie. Yeah, we're going to need to <laughs> wrestle him into a dog beard up show. <laughs> yes. 
Well, maybe if he doesn't see it. What if I go like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and he thinks I'm just like kissing his snoot. Then I oh. take out my phone and I go click, click. Ha <laughs> ha, dog beard photo. Ha <laughs> dog. <laughs> You've been had and Fooled. cone of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Poor, Poor Ralph. Ralph. Poor I hope Ralph. it gets better soon. Yes. Yes. All yes. right. Is it time to make our big boop? Our big boop? Our surprise our big boop? boop? Our big surprise boop? Let's tell them. Tell everybody our big boop. <laughs> tell them, Barrow. Tell them. Let's Boop Snoots is going to be at the Ottawa Pet Expo. Whoop, Yay! Whoop. <laughs> Look, I can hear Ralph barking <laughs> in the background, too. He's super excited. Boop, He's boop. super excited. Yep. Yes. And you should so, be, too. You should be too. And you should come, you know, check it out and come see us and say hi. Yes. That would be amazing. Yes. So what we are doing is we are holding a fundraiser for one of the dog rescue organization um, in our region. Sit with me. Mm -hmm. And the fundraiser is a dog toy mountain. So Heidi and I have been collecting dog toys to build this dog toy mountain. And the idea is that the people at the Pet Expo who want to participate, they make a donation and then their dogs, uh, one at a time, is allowed in to the dog toy mountain to select their favorite toy as they go through the mountain. Yes. Yes. And that's it. And then they bring home a toy. All proceeds are going to sit with me, a dog organization in our area. Yum. Yes. And Ottawa Pet Expo is at the EY Center on October 1st and 2nd. Yeah. So come check it out. So it's been quite the process so far. Um, a lot of things to organize. So our biggest thing is getting enough toys. <laughs> <laughs> that is our Making that is our sure. biggest thing right now there's like a lot of like different like little organizational aspects to it but for sure uh the toys is a big thing right now so if we've got any um deep pocketed let's boop snoots listeners out there <laughs> who would like to donate dog toys we we would love that yes or just a donation <laughs> yep um so me and I call him I call him the background guy <laughs> or um oh my god behind the scene guys why do yes. I always go to background I don't I don't know what's with like my, my brain skis <laughs> <laughs> so we've been calling pet stores to get the store manager like contact information Heidi's been you know reaching out to pet friendly stores um to see if they would want to make donations uh, towards our dog toy mountain so a lot of the pet stores have responded you know we've had some mixed res- responses as expected um, but we've had some really really good responses and some really good donations our first donation was oh massive man. yes unexpected yeah yes yes but yeah we're so so grateful for everybody who's donated so far it's been, uh, it's so exciting going to the stores and picking up the toys. It is. And everybody's like so happy and nice about it. And like, just like, yeah, you just meet like nice, nice people. So, so far it's a, it's a huge yas. Do you have any advice to people who are going into organizing an event of any kind? 
Um, some advice. I think it's like just writing down stuff that you need to do. Yes. Because I feel like my, my brain like spins a little bit and then it's like, okay, I just need to write stuff down and come up with a plan, like a specific plan of everything that you need to do and just yeah. keep going to that plan and check off what you've done and then look at what's left to do. Yeah. And don't wait last minute. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel like we're like a tad crunched, but just but a But I tad. think we're doing good. Just I think tad. we're doing. But I, I think, think we're, we're good. I think we're doing very well. My advice would be to, yeah, give yourself lots of lead in time and yes, write those things down and anything that you know for sure that you want for your own brand, like your company or whatever, you can start getting that stuff way ahead of time. You know what I mean? Like if you mm -hmm. wanted things like t-shirts made or hats made and stuff like that, I would say start the, so the sooner the better. And then um, you have that stuff ready to go um, because it does, it can get, like at the last minute when you're like, oh, yeah, like we should have this and we should have that. Sometimes it can be a, a bit costly. So if you spread out the cost like nice and early going into it, mm -hmm. then it doesn't become like, ah, like everything like at once. So think about stuff like if you, especially if you're planning on doing like more events or you plan on doing events moving forward, invest in, in, in some stuff that you know you're going to use like again and again and again. That would be my advice. Yeah, for sure. That's but, good. Good points. But it's super fun though. Like yeah, like it's it fun. Super fun. Like researching stuff. Like it's fun. Like like the first thing we did was like getting a booth at the event. So picking out like which booth, seeing what it's gonna look like, starting to plan what yes. you think you might want it to look like. Like there's a lot of like there's fun... like the layout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a layout of the booth. So it's kind of like, okay, which one are people all gonna see the most? <laughs> <laughs> yeah trying to pick like the best one it's like strategy organization yeah it's just fun and, and using social media yes to advertise yes yes yes, <laughs> yes. and our behind the scene guys I'm gonna say background <laughs> again behind the scene guys who's very good with like graphic design um mm -hmm. lucky to have him to do like our flyer and our poster because I am yes. not good at that stuff. No. Not good. Not I get good. impatient with like Photoshop and stuff like that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me too. And trying to come up with like um me and my boyfriend were trying to come up with ideas yesterday of like, okay, so you know, does it have to be like only toys and you know he was saying maybe we could put like a sock here and there and like <laughs> if they pick a sock they pick a sock <laughs> or like a slipper but then I was it's just like you know thinking about promoting dogs grabbing slippers and grabbing socks <laughs> yeah thinking about my previous dog like if there was a sock there I couldn't let Wiggum <laughs> into yes. the dog toy mountain no because he would eat it yeah I'll I'll... And he also had like a peanut butter idea where, you know, we have the dog toy mountain and then we have like a jar of peanut butter, like on a little stand. <laughs> and if your dog like goes and like grabs the jar, then you get like a free your name in the raffle or something like that. Oh my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> so just ideas to come like, does it have to be toys or do we do like a little game as well? Um 
so yeah like come up like how do i say this another like piece of advice is like because i feel like we came up with the idea mm -hmm. and then like our biggest worry now it's like what if we don't have enough toys yes. and then what could we do yeah like if we don't have enough toys like we could have like this game thing where um you know the peanut butter and then maybe they pay like a second donation to see if their dog goes to the mountain again <laughs> or the peanut butter yeah yeah so it's very exciting it's very exciting and it's like it's nice like networking with different people too like the organizers of the, like the big event like pet expo have been like super nice mm -hmm. like accommodating um it's nice to reach out to an organization that you're doing it for because it's super appreciated obviously um and like yeah there's just like you like i said you meet like a lot of like just super nice like like-minded people to do fun stuff with and on that note um i was going to tell you about our rescue organization that we decided to do this for so yes. um so the organization is called sit with me and it's shelter and dog rescue so they do fostering and they do adoptions and um they've got a really nice website anyway so they um, do their little about us there is uh, we do not discriminate based on breed age lack of manners medical background or current medical state those animals that need us most those are who are in jeopardy of losing their lives due to a lack of resources in a shelter or at risk of euthanasia in a local clinic will be the dogs we seek out for rescue our dogs receive the vet care, love, exercise, and attention they need before being placed up for adoption. Once they find their forever homes, though, we make a promise that our dogs will never be alone again. And should their new home be unable to care for them in the future, we promise to take them back into care. We love these dogs like they were our very own, and we want to make sure they are never abandoned again. Since our start in 2012, we have helped network well over 1,000 dogs with other reputable rescues and have taken in over 1,200 dogs into our care that's what i really like about them like again they're one of those organizations that give like a very honest description of the dog that you're adopting mm -hmm. they tell you exactly what their problems are and some of them are like have like huge anxiety problems some of them have like crazy medical issues and are on like three to four different medications um they do do pot cakes sometimes and when i say mm -hmm. sometimes it looks like there's quite a few on their website now but I just like how honest they are. And I like, um, I like a responsible organization that isn't like, like they said in the description, like if it doesn't work out with the new family, they're going to bring the dog back because they're not going to abandon them like ever again. How cute is that? Yeah. It's super cute. Um, it's super cute. And I've already fallen in love with one of their adoptables. <laughs> <laughs> Which one are you looking at? I'm looking at Duchess. I saw that one too. <laughs> I did. Check her out, people. She is adorable. She's like literally so cute. But like, see, like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and they take she's really nice like photos too. Photo. She's got a head tilt photo and then she's got a frog yes. dog photo with her paws crossed. Oh my god, she's got <laughs> yep. like the cutest markings like ever and she's got like a big happy smile. She's got like a goofy like lay down. Oh my god, she's amazing. But um 
oh my god she's super cute but again i love like how honest they are about them like you know like it tells you right out the get-go what kind of household she needs like everything like they're very specific and mm-hmm. they talk about like the care that they've already received they they talk about the care that your dog could potentially need like in the future like moving forward and i just yes i've always liked them i remember like looking when i was going to adopt i remember looking at them before um and going through and seeing like what kind of dogs they had because they're just like an awesome organization they just Mm -hmm. are they just are they are what else was i looking at here they have a blog as well so you can follow it they they follow like it looks like other blogs as well about like other dogs and stuff like that and um they have a bunch of different doggo stories that you can follow and read about like this this one looks super cute they have like one about this dog named sullivan and his surgical story and it oh yeah like yeah and um like they just they're just so good let's see i wonder what it would be like to foster oh my god and on their foster page they have like a picture of a big beautiful vishla <laughs> <laughs> i want that one <laughs> i want that one folks. i want that one and yeah I, so even when like if you go to their becoming a foster like page um they're like that's awesome and then they give you like a super long like (laughs) description of what is required of when fostering dogs so like again yes it's not like you're just like yes i'll i'll take a dog like for fun it it Mm -hmm. says like you know fostering is really rewarding it also involves a lot of effort and dedication by everyone in the home i can't stress that enough because as much of a like dogo connoisseur that i am you need the whole household on board with a dog like whether you're sitting whether your dog like you can't do it alone if nobody else is pitching in it and and if it like if even worse people are like countering what you're doing (laughs) trying to do for a dog yeah it just makes it like super difficult and it will potentially affect your relationship with your dog but I, I don't want to say more importantly, but kind of more importantly, depending on who you're, the people are living in your home with you, the relationships with the people <laughs> yeah. that you live with, right? But anyway, so they say, um, yeah, it's really rewarding and it involves a lot of effort and dedication by everyone in the home before you even start considering fostering. Ask yourself, is everyone in your home on board? See? Good for you guys. Yes. Sit with yes. me. Yes. This includes asking whether or not your current resident animals are good candidates to welcome others into their home. If not, then you must put their needs above your desire to help. That's like Mm. so nicely said, you know? Yes. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I know like, sorry, my boyfriend and I have been going back and forth about getting a second dog. And I think like the best step would be fostering to see what it's like yeah yeah that's like a good so that's a good idea because you mm -hmm. can foster and see how it goes like um and they might be a good organization to do that with but sounds a bit maybe you can foster miss duchess there oh she's cutie patootie she's so cute i would love to like ask one of these guys like how (laughs) how many of your fosters like adopt like the first one they get (laughs) I want to know, like, what the adoption <laughs> rate is on, like, your first foster. Yeah. We should do a research study. Oh, my study. God. A first of its kind. <laughs> Let's do <laughs> this new research study. 
99.9% of, <laughs> of first-time fosters adopted dog. <laughs> I'm, that's that's going to be my hypothesis. I hy- hypothesize that 99.9% of first-time fosters adopt the first dog they foster. <laughs> yes. That's my hypothesis. We're going to have... Um... Sorry, it's a bit of a sidebar, but we're going to have mochi for a couple of months. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> In October and November. And I feel like that that doesn't really give me a good sense of what it's like to have a second dog. It's, it's and just it's, crazy. It's, when I, was saying to Vera, I was saying to Vera, I'm like, it will be perfect because then you'll see what it's like to have two dogs. And she's like, no, it won't. And I was like, Why? <laughs> <laughs> you want me to tell them? Yes, yes. Because <laughs> it's like play, 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 bite, bite, hump, 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 play, fight, play, fight, scratch the floors, scratch the floors, <laughs> spin, 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 play, 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 bite, bite, hump, hump, dinner, <laughs> hump, 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 while you're eating dinner. <laughs> <laughs> You make mochi sound like such a freaking spaz. Like, I need to come over and see her <laughs> while you're in the... Like, I, I've seen yes. her once already, but I need to I need to come over and, like, get... Well, you're going to have two months. <laughs> yeah. I need the full mochi experience. I need to be fully... And every time we have mochi... Yes. And every time we have mochi... So, mochi is, like, a Samoid, and their her owner takes really good care of mochi. Like, she's always, like super white mm-hmm. like she gets a bath like r- regularly when mochi <laughs> comes to this house mochi does not get a bath so mo- mochi goes home gray or brown <laughs> and we were told that we have to give mochi a bath because <laughs> she's gonna be with with us for two months <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be like the rainy season, October and November. Oh, oh yeah. So it's going to be, be bad. Muddy, a muddy yeah. moch. Did you tell so. her to get mochi some slush pants? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she does. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to get all of that. Also, if I would like to be there to see Mochi get bathed, because I would imagine she like, goes from poof to like drowned rat. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> at the hint of like any kind of moisture. Oh my God, that's going to mm-hmm. look so funny. Oh, yeah. what are you going to do? Per- bathe her in peroxide? <laughs> <laughs> She's always like super white. <laughs> Oh, it's going to be, it makes me think about like how dirty Ralph is, but we don't really see it. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Same same with our dogs, except like I can kind of tell like, because I I sweep the floors like every few days to a week. If I'm being honest, it's closer to a week (laughs) that I go and sweep (laughs) the floors. And then you're like, holy crap, how do they even track in this much dirt? Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. So anyways, that was my sidebar. But yeah, we're very excited about the Pet Expo. Come and see us. Come and see us at the Pet Expo. Get your dog to choose Mm -hmm. a toy from Dog Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Is that going to be our song? It is. I think we definitely need a theme song. We need like a megaphone. (laughs) 
a megaphone. <laughs> we're all just sing that like over and over again or <laughs> make different <laughs> songs up on the spot about Dog Toy Mountain. Yes. Oh, so much. So much fun. It's been it's been a fun process. Yes. But like a lot of work and just just you know, we just need more toys. <laughs> yes. Yes, we need more toys. But um Yes, this was a Vero and uh, behind the scenes guys idea. So a good job to you guys. Thanks. And um, I'm very much looking forward to see like how it goes. Because this is going to mm -hmm. be like a first, a first. A let's I think it's going to be first. awesome. And it's going to become an annual thing. Yeah. And then next year it's going to be easier. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I think so too. What do you think? Is that... Are we okay for Tim? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's the end of our episode. Is that a wrap? <laughs> <laughs> that's a wrap? <laughs> it wouldn't be the end if we didn't say, is that a wrap? <laughs> it would not be the end if we did not say, is that a wrap? <laughs> no. But yeah. before we wrap it up, <laughs> make, sure... <laughs> make sure to check out Holy raw nutrition, a raw food service located in Chelsea, Quebec. We would like to thank Holy Raw Nutrition for supporting Let's Boop Snoots. Their products are sourced from ethical local farms and butchers to ensure freshness, quality, and peace of mind. They have raw blends that come into one to two pound containers, ranging from chicken, beef, duck, turkey, and many more. Holy Raw also provides dehydrated treats and all-natural supplements to help support your pet's overall well-being. I get all my food for Ralph from Holy Raw and treats, and I have nothing but good things to say about them. We are so thankful to have them as a sponsor, and Heidi says... And me too, because <laughs> the rabbit ears are so good. That's, yeah. That's that's what Lou's saying when after she eats a, a rabbit ear. She's like, me <laughs> they're so too. Good. They're, they're so, so good. good. <laughs> they, they chomped those so quick. But yes. <laughs> Make sure to check them on their website, holyrawnutrition.com. Holy raw as in H-O-L-R-A-W nutrition.com. Thank you, holy raw. Thank you, holy raw. And also a big, big thank you to Stray Dog Brewing Company <laughs> for supporting Let's Boob Snoots. They are located at 501 La Colway, Unit 4 in Orleans, Ontario. Stray Dog Brewing Company is open seven days a week, Mondays through Fridays from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. with extended hours on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays until 9. Weekend hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturdays and 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Sundays. They are a pet-friendly brewery, so bring your snoots. They also host great events throughout the week and offer brewery tours. Make sure to try some of their in-house beers, including Oatmeal Stout, Tropical Knockout, One Hop Wonder, and many more. You can find them on their Instagram at Stray Dog Brewing Co. and their website, www.straydogbrewing.ca. Thank you, Stray Dog Brewing Company. We will see you again for a brewery tour. <laughs> brewery, brewery tour. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure to follow us on Instagram at Let's Boop Snoots, and you can listen to our show on Spotify and iTunes weekly. Yas! Yes! So join us, <laughs> join us next week on Let's Boop Snoots. Mm -hmm.